Good evening again, everyone. Welcome to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We'd like to welcome all of our viewers on Periscope tonight. We're very sorry for our late start. Uh, we had some inconveniences and some uh, interruptions, but uh, we are with you now, and uh, we'd like to thank everybody for coming tonight. Uh, we have the Gnarly Gnome. Gnome, good evening. Good evening. Thanks. And Tina Cisneros, the queen of craft beer commentary. Hello. And of course, uh, my name is Mike Cisneros, and uh, I'd like to uh, again thank everybody for joining us. We're back in the friendly confines of the uh, Cincy Brewcast studio here in beautiful downtown Mount Carmel. Uh, we are uh, at, from after our triumphant and successful visit at uh, Braxton Brewing Company last week. We'd like to thank everybody at Braxton, especially uh, the Rouse family, uh, Jonathan Gandalf, and everybody that uh, was so, so kind to us last week at Braxton. And um, tonight we have a very special guest coming to us from Charles Seligman Distributing in Wilder, Kentucky. His name is John Bent. John, welcome to Cincy Brewcast. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks for having me. John uh, is... You've got a lot of stuff that you, that's going on, and we're we're going to talk about all of it. You you contacted us initially uh, to talk about this new um, uh, American-made ginger beer called Wild Ginger. You you contacted us after listening to the Hop Water Show, and you knew we were playing with cocktails and liquor and so forth, and and you wanted us to to um, to check out the Wild Ginger, and also announced this week. Uh, is is the fact that Seligman uh, is going to be the exclusive Northern Kentucky distributor for Bad Tom Smith Brewing over here uh, on Eastern Avenue in Cincinnati. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Thank Their you. first Cincinnati craft brewery. That's know, what so. it is. It is. Yeah. So um, let's uh, let's do away with some of the uh, pre uh, a little of the pre preliminaries and get right to what's important here on Cincy Brewcast, and that is the tasting of the stuff. The beer fridge. Excellent. Now, now, uh, what we've got is not only have you brought the wild ginger, which we want to taste, we want to crack that open, but you also have uh, a couple of growlers of some of the bad Tom Smith uh, beers, which is kind of funny because we're going to be doing a show uh, on the 23rd of September, which is a Wednesday night in the bad Tom Smith tap room. So we'll be trying, I'm sure, everything that they have. But you you stopped by the tap room and brought it to us tonight, and uh, and tell us tell us what you brought from Bad Tom tonight. I brought uh, the All American IPA, all right, which is a new lineup for them on their year round uh-huh. schedule. The Bad Tom Brown, which was the flagship flavor for them, they uh-huh. played with the recipe a little bit and tweaked it somewhat. And then I have Eric gave me a Howler. Of a brand new Imperial IPA that is yet Ooh. to be named. Wow. Fantastic! Wow. So, well, maybe we'll give it a shot at naming it here well, tonight I'm on the, the, uh, the Cincy <laughs> Brewcast Imperial. Let, hey. Let's, let, let's <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, let's first crack some of the wild ginger and talk a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, when you sent us the email, you described it as the first American-made. Uh, ginger beer because there's what crabbies i guess is is the one that's uh, 
Crabby's is, is one of the imported. ones that's made in England, I guess. Correct. Or, yes, yeah. yes, that's that's a, that's an imported. That is an alcoholic ginger beer. One of the things that I have gotten to realize when I get out to some accounts and talk to them about the ginger beers, there a lot of them are using Goslings as a mixer. I have had a handful of bartenders not realize that Goslings was non-alcoholic. They think there is alcohol in there. That's just a ginger. It's a very good ginger beer, but it's non-alcoholic. So this being the first American-made ginger beer from the Tennessee uh, from Wild Ginger Brewing out of Nashville, Kentucky. Um, the the feather in the cap there is it's going to put a little extra oomph into your uh, Moscow Mules, your Kentucky Mules. Um, it's a great ginger beer straight. Um, I like it over ice. Okay. Um, so, but it's so you can drink it straight over, you can. or you over can. ice. Yes. Now, is it is it craft brewed or is is it is it more mass produced as some of the other? You it know, is it is craft brewed. It is brewed in smaller batches. Although they have launched in eleven states, they've gone big with it right off the bat. Um, it is, but they're only making a couple of hundred barrels at a time when they make it, and they're canning it, so that gives it a little bit extra um, portability to it than, than some of the other uh, the crabbies, for example, which is bottled. And this is a six-pack of 12-ounce cans versus a four-pack of 11.2-ounce right, bottles. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Awesome, okay. well, let's get let's into it. Let's crack them babies open. Now, I had heard that they were shooting to be nationwide by the end of the year. Is that still... That is a goal of theirs. Um, they are hitting on all marks as of right now. They have launched in uh, Kentucky and Cincinnati back-to-back weeks. Um, there is a little spice to this. I'll let you guys know right now. Most people who are drinking this, they're thinking about the pickled ginger they have with their sushi. This has not got the sweetness. This has got the spice and the extra little bite that the spice ginger has. Well, I'm really excited. I like the spicier it's, ginger flavor. It's really got that. It, it's it's really got on the nose on the nose right away. It's got that 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 spicy ginger smell. So what you're going to want to do with this is take a sip, maybe take a second, even a third sip, because the first sip tends to take oh, your breath smells away fantastic. A bit. It smells so good. I'm so excited. It almost, you know, smells more like real ginger than a lot of the ginger That's beers awesome. that I've tried. What I have treated myself to the last couple of weeks, even though I will drink a stout, a porter, an IPA, or anything pretty much any time of the day, year, <laughs> Friday night's poolside, I've been doing a Kentucky Mules with this, with a little bit of lime, some bourbon. It's That's a great really poolside. Good. We were actually discussing this at work, was it yesterday, Angie, how mm-hmm. Kentucky Mules are actually far and away better than Moscow mules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yesterday. By the way, I was remiss in not introducing our social media director, Angie Cisnero. She's on mic tonight. Chopped liver. Well, you know, <laughs> since yeah. he beer slay, well, I think it's what we skip. I guess that'll be my new nickname, I guess. <laughs> you had something to say? Well, we were, yeah, we were talking about uh, Kentucky mules yesterday because one night at work I had to make like 25 of them. And I actually think that they're better than Moscow Mules, and I'm not a big bourbon fan. But when I was, like, tasting them to make sure they tasted all right when I was making them, I was like, oh, gosh, these are probably better than Moscow Mules, I think. This has the the, the kick. It has the heat. It's really uh, good. It's, it's very, very good, but it has it has the heat. Um, 
it's not unpleasant here. I don't usually like it, and I've had some non-alcoholic ginger beers that you could you could only take one drink of. I mean, literally, a guy handed me one one time, and I took a big swig of it. Lavelle. Yeah, and I about and I about, <laughs> I about fell I about fell over. I was like, oh, coughing it. Not not this. This it's is awesome. it's, it's got just enough of the heat, but it's it doesn't it does it's not it's not knocking you out. You know, it's not making you quit quit after one or two drinks. So that's that's and good. It's coming in at four percent ABV, so it's very sessionable. I mean, it's it's going to add a little bit of kick to your mixed cocktails, but if you're drinking this straight, you, you know, know two or three of these. I'm a, I've be, I'm becoming a little bit of a fan of beer cocktails, and mm-hmm. I feel like this could be really good with some some beers. Oh know, yeah, pass me just... pass me that knob over here. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. Well, uh, I'm gonna commit. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to do that too, because uh, I have some. Uh, I have a friend of mine that's a real big fan of the uh, bourbon and ginger, uh, just ginger ale, you know. So, <clears throat> so anyway, so um, one of the questions I guess we had uh, for you, John, while Tina's sort of mixing the cocktail there, is is tell tell us a little bit about Seligman. Full disclosure, you guys are the Anheuser-Busch distributor we are, we are. in Northern Kentucky. <laughs> we are. And, and, and just to, just to confu- mix, uh, take away any misconceptions, I mean, we're not, we don't work for Anheuser-Busch. We're not Anheuser-Busch owned. We are a family-owned and operated distributor. We've been in operation for over 80 years in Northern Kentucky. Um, family-owned and operated. Uh, Charles Seligman. Very, very close to the end, you know, to the, to the end of Prohibition, Correct. I guess, right? Correct, and, yes, yes. Um, our flagship brands are the Anheuser-Busch products. We do sell Budweiser and Bud Light. Uh, but my, my role there is the craft brands manager. We have a whole list of breweries that are non-AB products that I take care of, working with the suppliers to get product to the distributor. Um, uh, country, Boy, country Boy, Southern Tier, Sweetwater, uh, Widmer, uh, and then of course Wild Ginger and the and the Wild Blue product is that the same is that a, is that a similar uh, product the, the Wild Blue is not the Wild Ginger is independent from the Wild Blue but we are there the Wild Ginger uh, Brewing is working on um, getting on the root beer craze so look look by uh, Labor Day weekend look for Wild Root Wild root, root, root beer oh flavor. I see yes um, and then of course you handle the Craft Brew Alliance uh, Kona correct, correct. Uh, Red Hook um, and Goose Island. And um, you also handle the uh, Alltech, the um, the Kentucky yes, we've got Kentucky that down in our bourbon slash or Kentucky brand, I guess correct, is what it correct. is. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah the, the, the uh, bourbon barrel aged beer is coming out of uh, the Kentucky Ale product from Alltech Brewing. Uh, we handle that product uh, in our footprint is in the Frankfurt and Shelbyville area. So it's not not in northern Kentucky, but right. we are, we distribute in 12 counties northern part of the state. And so some of it's divided up by some other distributors with that product individually, particularly, but we have that down in Frankfurt. Tina, do you want to, if you don't want to ask that question, I will, about the, about how, how it works. Yeah. What, yeah. What is, um, kind of what, take us through the steps of a brewery getting in contact with a distributor. Is it kind of, my big question was kind of like, do you guys seek out breweries to represent or do they come to you? Like what's a little it's kinda, bit? It kind of goes both ways. I okay. mean, we uh, the, it's a, it's solely up to the brewery's discretion. They decide who their distributor is when when you're dealing with the three tier system. And when I say three tier system, you got the supplier, which is the brewer, the distributor, which is what I do, and then the retailer is the are the bars and restaurants and liquor stores and convenience stores that sell the product. Um, 
we will reach out to breweries and when we see them coming into the market and i can throw one out here just for example uh saugatuck brewing is in douglas michigan in the last four months or so they have come down into the state of ohio they've been around for 12 or 13 years uh, they are on schedule to do about 13,000 barrels this year so they've come into the ohio market I reached out to them a few months ago when I saw they were coming down, and I said, if you guys want to continue coming south, jump the river. Love to talk to you about coming into the state of Kentucky. At the time, they had no desire to do so. Kentucky wasn't really on the radar. Well, we just had an interview with them this past Thursday. Their national sales director was in town, um, came, talked to us, brought us some samples, looked at our facility, saw how we operate, told us about his product. Um, and at the same time, he made it very clear to us that he was going to talk to a couple other distributors while he was in town um, but at the end of the day it's solely up to him you know does he want us to sell their beer or does he want someone else to sell their beer but you put it on the map for him in Correct. other words he wasn't really even thinking about Kentucky until you reached out to him and said hey we'd love to have you in Kentucky and why don't you why don't you come with well, us and, and, yeah, yeah I mean at the, at the end of the day that's probably how that worked out but they also probably got into the Cincinnati market and saw that you know northern Kentucky is just a jump over the bridge it's it's all for all intent and purposes a suburb of Cincinnati so right. if, if their product is available in Cincinnati and they're getting it down that far into the state you know we might as well just go across the bridge here and do it again and and work out the legalities involved and, and get it into another state and open up the market. So, yeah, I mean, it, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it goes both ways. Distributors will reach out to uh, breweries will reach out to us and ask us if we have room for their portfolio, for their portfolio of beers, and we'll reach out to them at the same time and see if we can get them in our house. I can't get over how delicious this stuff is. <laughs> That's I good to hear. My lips are burning a little bit, though. Anybody else? <laughs> it really does taste like like ginger like yeah. I, you know and and maybe that's the um the, the pessimist in me but i was anticipating you know something a little different and it's probably this a little is actually really good burners or something yeah, along this, those is, lines. No, yeah this is yeah. delicious yeah well that that stuff is that stuff is like you know cheap candy compared to even it's compared to something like this and of course this doesn't you know this has alcohol in it but I, like you said not much and correct yeah, it's nice. It's I throw still, a little. I throw a little Knob Creek into mine. That's a. Well, I was hoping that you would fix well, me a. Uh, do you want me to make you one? Because yeah, I wasn't little, sure what everybody wanted. Because I also have vodka here for mules. Um, do you want a little? You can pour that ice right into one of the plastic cups, and I will and and give me a little shot of the of the bourbon, and then I want some little wild ginger right on top of that bad boy with okay. a lime with a little lime. A little lime. And then we'll try that. You're listening to Cincy Booze Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Abandon all hope, ye who enter for so, beer. So, what's the what's what's the biggest selling craft brand that you guys handle down there in, in Kentucky? Oh, you know, right now it's running neck and neck. The last couple of months with uh, we do have Sweetwater Brewing out of Atlanta, Georgia, right. but Country Boy is is coming on very strong. Uh -huh. um, you know, more of a regional. Some people consider it local. It's only an hour and a half away. Um, they're coming on very strong up against the Sweetwater, and you know the the a lot of the pessimists and naysayers are going to poo poo the Goose Island stuff, but Goose Island is still very strong and it, it does well for us as well. I think it's hard to argue with anything that tastes good, and and Goose Island kind of you know shook those um, those those people that 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 said that they were going to 
change once um, Correct. they kind of moved to that yeah, I mean, they, side. They, 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 they stayed very true to their Fulton, Fulton Street series, which is the original brewery in Chicago. Um, the Sophie, the Matilda, those things stayed, stayed brewed there and made there in very small batches. Right now we've got uh, coming up Black Friday will be the release, the annual release of Bourbon County Stout, which, you know, we, we can never get enough of that. Right. You know, we have accounts that get irritated with us because they don't get enough and we have accounts that get irritated because they don't get any because right. we never get enough of it well so i guess that's kind of another question is it you guys who decide who gets what for example you know um say keystone bar and grill wants a keg of zombie dust or a keg of you know whatever right. you know whatever a keg of matilda and you can't you can't get a hold of it um what is that does that kind of lie within you where you get so many that you can give out or does that lie within how many of the breweries want to give you uh kind of both ways i mean I, i'll get That's contacted i'll get contacted by um let's just say country boy and they'll tell me they've got a one-off they've done a limited edition of some barrel aged 750 milliliter bottles warehouse experiment number three is out in the market right now they contacted me a couple of weeks ago and they said that they can get me 15 cases 12 bottles to a case so what I do in turn is reach out to the accounts that I know will sell that stuff right um, the party sources the party towns Depths is a very very good store to go to and say you know what I can get this it's a little high-end it's more expensive than what we would normally have from them but it's exclusive it's it's one off it's rare then they tell me how much of it they want so then if you know at the end of the day whatever's left then I just go down the list you know we have accounts that are called key accounts um, high-end accounts we have a couple of on-premise accounts that we'll put some stuff in and um but you know the, the bourbon county stout like i said we'll never get enough of that we'll right. never get enough of that to meet the demand all right very interesting it I mean, it's, 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 sorry it's <laughs> well it's just such a it, it's a world that most of us drinkers don't ever think about you know you don't right. ever you don't ever think about that that middle tier especially with kind of the way those lines are blurred right now. you've got your your Ryan guys and people like that that are self-distributing and you just you don't you don't think about well it. yeah because it's one of those yeah. things where you yeah it's it's definitely a job that sort of or a you know kind of industry that's a little bit taken it you know taken for granted because everybody thinks about oh the breweries the breweries the breweries but nobody really thinks of how it gets to you as a customer yeah you see you, you know most of the time you see one of those trucks going down the road with a you know big budweiser logo splashed on the side that's not a budweiser truck that's that's your distributors right correct correct going there into the deal so and it's uh, the same way here in cincinnati i mean Heidel, right. heidelberg distributing is has the budweiser product right they're pretty much a mirror image of what we have couple of differences but you know they, they have you know independent breweries that are non AB owned and they, they sell that stuff too so it, it, we touched on it especially earlier here comes the here comes stampede we touched on it a little bit when it was going down I guess back in April or April or May when the when the law was taking place Correct. down in Kentucky. Yeah, I, was, I experienced um, that first hand. I'm, 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 I'm still, I understood at the time what it meant. Uh, I sort of, but tell us, tell us about what all that was about and how, you know, there was a, there was a big thing because craft beer was finding itself basically in bed with the big boys uh, on this one in Kentucky. Uh, just give us a, a, a sense of what all that meant and what that meant, especially to uh, Seligman and to and to the 
craft beer business in general in in in, Kentucky, in the state of Kentucky? Sure, sure. I can I can talk about that. That was uh, House Bill 168, is what you're referring to. And what what happened at the end of Prohibition? There were laws written, and the three tier system was put into place. And again, the three tier system is you've got the brewery who supplies it, the distributor who buys it from the brewery we buy the beer from the brewery and then we have a nominal markup we have margins that we meet and we'd sell it on the retail to the retailer on the back end of it um the when the laws were changed when prohibition ended in the state of kentucky distilleries and wineries were very specifically spelled out there's a supplier the distributor and then the retailer but the way the law was written on the malt beverage the beer end of it was you can't be in the state of Kentucky and have a brewery and a distributor. So what happened, Anheuser-Busch saw this loophole in the law and back in 1978, they realized they were a brewery outside of the state of Kentucky. The distributor in Louisville was up for sale. They stepped in, made an offer, and they wanted to buy it, and they bought it. This was back in the late 70s. And at the time, they made it very clear, we don't want to get in the distribution game, we just want to have this one and we're done. Almost a year ago, back in December, the Owensboro distributorship, which was an Anheuser-Busch distributor, not owned, but privately owned, the gentleman passed away, the, brewer, the distributor was for sale, Anheuser-Busch stepped in and said, we want to buy this distributor. And that's when the independent family-owned distributors in the state and the, the craft breweries in the state, Country Boy was in favor of this, West Six, they all got on board with this and they all kind of teamed up together and said, wait a minute, you guys are trying to create a monopoly. You can't own the distributor the brewery and the distributor because what they do is they will not distribute anything other than Anheuser-Busch product. So it kind of creates an uneven playing field for the little guy. Um, and and at the time, you know, Rheingeist was kind of a victim of the circumstances because at the th that's when they decided they were going to expand and come into the state and they created their own distributorship and were going to distribute their own beer and they, they you know, was an independent operation they had a warehouse they had trucks and they were just going to buy the beer from their distributorship river ghost was going to buy the beer from them and then sell it in northern kentucky so this went to uh vote and it it passed i mean it was kind of unprecedented and and the the state of kentucky took a look at it and they said you know what you're right it's got to be clean you know distilleries wineries and breweries all got to have the same even playing field and they said that anheuser-busch you can't own these distributors so Anheuser-Busch has to sell these distributorships. And unfortunately, um, River Ghost was being a victim of the circumstances. They could not distribute their own beer. So it has to be clean, independently right. run. No, if you own a brewery, you don't right. own a distributor. And, and at the same time, if you own a distributorship, you can't own a restaurant or a bar or a liquor store. So they came in and they just kind of created the, the cleaned it all up. And it's, a, it's very clean right now and it's all so in, so in that instance, um, does it mean that breweries who self-distribute do so, they don't own a, they don't have their own distribution company? Is that what the kind of difference there Correct. was? Correct. Okay. And, and, and you can do that in the state of Ohio. Now, even over in Kentucky, there's, it's, it's different from state to state. That's the mm -hmm. other thing that's kind of crazy about all this. In the state of Ohio, if you're at a certain level of brewing capacity, you can self-distribute. Bad Tom Smith. Mm -hmm. They self-distribute right. in the state of Kentucky. They, they take the barrels from the brewery and they sell them to the restaurants. State of Kentucky does not allow that. So okay. they, it has to go through a distributor or the three-tier system. All right. Got it. 
Yeah. So that was going to be a question of mine. Bad Tom Smith then self-distributes in Ohio. Correct. Well, in, in the Cincinnati market, in yes. The Cincinnati yeah. and, and they can right. do it statewide in, sure. in Ohio if they want to go that big. Sure, sure, right. Okay. Um, by the way, let me just mention that the uh, Wild Ginger and Knob with lime is outstanding. Kentucky it's, Mule. It's, it's uh, you know, it's you can taste everything. The ginger, the sweetness, the bourbon. The lime, it's just fantastic. A Kentucky Mule, is that what Kentucky this is called? Kentucky Mule, yeah. I'll, I'll let Wild Ginger have a little bit of that credit, but the professional mixologist probably had something to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> she's, been, she's been mixing drinks for a long time, I'll tell you. Since Let's, she's about eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> know my way around a bottle of Knob Creek. Okay, we, we had the Wild Ginger. Both, Let's crack uh, open some beer. Both unadulterated <laughs> and with the uh, delicious liquors. Uh, so we're going to take a short break right now, and uh, we'll be right back in a few moments with uh, John Bent from Seligman Distributing in Wilder, Kentucky. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi again, Cincy Beer fans. Mike Cisneros here, and on the next all-new edition of Cincy Brewcast, we're honored to welcome one of the key players in Cincy Craft today. From Mad Tree Brewing, he's one of the founders, brewmaster Kenny McNutt. Kenny's going to talk about Mad Tree's first annual Summer Bonanza. You know, their annual Winter Bonanza has become a touchstone event in the Cincinnati Craft Beer Events calendar, and we'll ask Kenny about their hopes for the same success for this new summer entry. While we have Kenny here, we'll go in-depth about Mad Tree itself, their successes of the past, what's happening now, and their plans for the future. Of course, we'll be joined as usual by the gnarly gnome for another edition of TWIB, This Week in Beer. Tina Cisneros will have another question of the week in our Ask and Answered segment. And Kenny will, of course, taste along with us as we try a few things from the beer fridge. We'll be live worldwide on Periscope TV, August 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And you can listen to the podcast anytime on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And get much more at www.cincybrewcast.com. So join us August 24th on Cincy Brewcast. The voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette from Blank Slate Brewing in Cincinnati, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. And once again, we're back with you uh, live on Periscope and, uh, of course, in podcast uh, at uh, all of the uh, usual uh, social media outlets. We will uh, definitely... uh, play a promo for that later uh we are right now still uh it's still uh from uh, the beer fridge a special extended segment tonight because now we are going to talk and drink bad tom with the new distributor for bad tom in northern kentucky uh bad tom smith brewing uh from cincinnati has uh entered into an agreement this week with uh seligman distributing in Wilder, Kentucky, to be the exclusive Northern Kentucky distributor for their product. And um, which one are we starting with here? This is the All American IPA. You you are the Craft Brands manager. You are the you are a uh, certified uh, Cicerone as uh, you're in your. Um, as part of your signature on your email uh, says, um, I'm going to ask before we even have a drink. I'm going to ask you probably the most pointed question Oops. that you've been asked. Uh, 
this brewery controversial. They've had their problems. I think they think they they admit it themselves. Uh, they've had problems with consistency, with quality. Um, is, is, equipment. is this a new step for them? Uh, the fact that you and, and, and Seligman has decided to go ahead and, and, and do the distributorship? I, I, I would think it. I would think it has to. Correct. Be. I think it is. And and, and and just just so everybody's clear too, we were distributing them. Uh, this was one of those situations where, when I was, I, you know, I'm in the position that I'm in. I had been to the brewery. I had a great time with Sean Smith. A couple of different situations. I take busloads of people over to the brewery um, as a fundraiser for my kids' school and church. And um, so, being in the position I'm in, I, I reached out to them. Uh, I want to say last November and asked them about the possibilities of coming into the state of Kentucky. And we, we were distributing them um, for probably three months, three and a half months. And then they, I think, got too big too quick because they went up into Columbus and they signed on with another distributor up there also. Um, and they were rushing it, even though they'd been around for a couple of years already. So I got an email back in March and they, they pulled out. They decided, you know what, we're, we're, our consistency is not where it is. The equipment isn't really up to par. And they, they pulled out of Columbus, they pulled out of Kentucky, and they just put it all on hold. And and we were okay with that. I mean, we just, you know, if, you, if you're not sending us something that you think is worthwhile, we're not going to push it. So we just kind of held back and kept the lines of communication open. And as, as changes came about, and they were making the upgrades and doing what they were going to do, um, they, they decided after three or four months they were ready to get back into it on a little bit of a smaller level. I mean, they're going to, you know, they're they're okay if we get eight or nine taps. You know, they're not looking to conquer the world in Northern Kentucky, uh, but they want to stay relevant. And they've put $10,000 into upgrading their equipment. They've added the glycol chillers and things that they needed to do to make the product what it needs to be. Um, they have... I mean, is that something that would have been... It Would would that have been... A, I mean, you were distributing them correct. before. Yeah. But is that something that would have been a non-starter for Seligman had they not made that sort of commitment or um i i don't think so i mean if the consistency would have stayed where it needed to be and the product was you know the same every time we got it uh, things somebody have... has got to do something with these animals <laughs> these animals are well, these animals are going they were crazy. in the crates and they were crying and that's the that we were hearing <laughs> so then i said that has to stop Get i thought them that was out. angie <laughs> I'm sorry. She said that has to stop. Get them out. And now they're like, I don't know. It's Thunderdome. I, I've got to say, I have got to say, because um, we had some a couple of weeks ago, and we weren't impressed with it. Now mm -hmm. we had we had had a, 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 a different, we had had a different beer, you know, before that. That was it was, it, it was, a, it was another, an imperial it was a IPA. IPA. It was a big it IPA, was... and it was. And when we tasted this after. We were like, eh, but I think it's different. I right. think it's got a different. I mean, it's 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 got a lot more of the mango, tropical fruit aromas. It's got a lot more of the presence uh, on the back end, as far as I'm concerned. I think it's a different beer. It tastes like it tastes to me like a different beer. So, than what we or had a few right. weeks ago. Right, right. So. And it's, it's good. It's, it's really good. I'm enjoying it very much. Good. As far as an IPA goes, it's got that big, mm -hmm. that big body to it too. Which sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. so there's some right. breweries that just right. dump a bunch of hops right. in a beer and yeah, absolutely call it an IPA. <laughs> and, you know, and this is definitely not that. It's it, it's 
again, we'll use that balanced word that doesn't really tell you anything, but um, it's a it's a well balanced IPA. I know we're going to talk about the Cicerone program in a little bit. Let me just clear things up right now, too. I, I, uh, there are four levels to the Cicerone program, and I'm a certified beer server. Cicerone certified beer server. Okay. So that's the that's the entry right. level. Yeah, but you but, know, you know it is what it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know a little something more than oh, that's Hoppy. You cannot you cannot legally call him a certified Cicerone, though. <laughs> correct. Correct. There you go. The, all the rest of the certified Cicerones in town are going to come after me. There's a helicopter that will land in the backyard. <laughs> I think I see some people with the torches and pitchforks right now. So now the 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 the, the, the let's try the brown. Okay. Let's pass out some pass around some of these cups, y'all. Um, fun job. You you, you were, it is you it were, is you were running a little bit behind uh, because you were at Country Boy today. Tell Correct. us about that. Correct. I was. Uh, I've got the, one of our key accounts over in Northern Kentucky. Um, asked if they could somehow become better acquainted with Country Boy Brewing. So last Monday and this Monday, um, it was my task to rent a van and a driver and take a dozen people down to the brewery. And that's a tough. That's a tough life, man. <laughs> set up some box lunches and sample some beers and tour the brewery and listen to the story. And um, oh, Queen of Cincy Craft Beer commentary, would you please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never sitting on this side ever again. I've, I think I've knocked Gnome's uh, mic into his face about six times. Gosh. Was that what that was? Yes. It's, it's been scaring me every time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this yeah. is the brown. This is the brown. All right. Again, um, big, malty, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think you're, you're, this is their, this is their gateway beer, obviously. It's not, it's not terribly, it's not terribly challenging, but it's delicious. It's very good for, it's a good brown. It's a really good brown. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, I mean, it's. So many times, you know, two, three, four years ago, people would say, oh, "I can't drink that; it's dark." And and you know, you got to get away from the color. I mean, even though it's a little darker, it's just it's it's, it's very light tasting, and it's uh, it's yeah, nice on I, the palate. If I had a quarter for every time I tried to give somebody an English mild, and they're like, "No, I don't like dark <laughs> beers." It's like it's literally just the color that's bothering exactly. you. And this almost has that a little English mild little a little bit, yeah, little. Quality is, to it know, as well. Does anybody know ABV on this off the top of your head? No. Anybody? I don't. I want to say it's close to six, That's, but it's good. It What's the name of it again? It's just Bad Tom, Bad Tom Brown. Brown. All right. And this is actually one of the beers that I've heard some gripes about having some off flavors. Um, I think it's good, though. I don't have anything. It is 7%. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's big. For, that's pretty big for a brown, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> we're, getting not we're getting called novices by uh, Periscope. <laughs> Why? We don't know anything. I don't. I know nothing. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't purport myself to be an expert. <laughs> every day. Every, every day is a learning process. That's right. And then especially you, in this, it's and, so fluid. And then you have an imperial. Correct. This is this is the unnamed. This is yet to be named. There's, and. New, new. There are 
Nugget hops and falconer hops in this. Wow. Who called us? What did they call I'm, us? I'm being told that I missed the message before it, so maybe he'll clarify now. Oh. Otherwise, we're going to block him. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten to do that yet on Periscope. Actually, I guess I can't. You would have to run over to the the camera. Oh, we don't want to block anybody. We want we want, we like the opinion. We want we want to hear from you. Anybody out there? I don't. You have an opinion? No way. You tell us something. We'll we'll put it back out there. I mean, we're like I said, we're not experts. We're not perfect. We're not you know we don't know everything. We just. You know, I think we're drinkers just like, you know, we're drinkers just like everybody else is. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, and we don't we don't try to take it too seriously to where we're, you know. And and, and thank you, Periscope, when you guys answer each other's questions. That makes it easier on us, too, to try. (laughs) And that's great. It's 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 got to be a big community. It's got to be a big uh, group of everybody out there. you know, helping one another and, and answering everybody's questions. And you so know, just, just to catch everybody up, we're drinking Bad Tom Smith. It's on Eastern Avenue in Cincinnati, right around the corner from Blank Slate. They are um, working on kind of rebranding, reinventing themselves. There will be a uh, grand reopening of the new tap room August 28th, 29th, and 30th that yes. weekend. A lot of special events going on over there then. I've heard rumors of some special beers coming on that uh, weekend too. But that's probably a pretty uh, solid rumor. They're they're pretty tight-lipped about what they're going to be. But now this one, as compared to the, my opinion, as compared to the regular IPA, this one, it, it seems a lot more easy drinking, and it has more, which is what I like in an IPA. Prefer uh, is more of the of the resinous, piney, uh, you know notes as far as uh, as far as a, a you know aroma and flavor is concerned yeah and, I, and that's kind of where i've grown to i mean I, I when i got into this kind of as a novice and beer was a hobby five or six years ago and before i was working in the industry um you know i was not a hop head you know you give me a ipa and i thought you know there's no way i can do that and and, and you you got to grow to appreciate those and, and what i have grown to learn is and I don't know if it's the higher alcohol content cuts down on the hot bitterness, but the imperial, the doubles, the imperials, the triples, those are the ones that are, to me, a little more sessionable it's, than just the regular IPAs. I've, there's a lot of session IPAs that I've looked at that they they taste hoppier to me. They, it's more smacky in the face hops. Correct. It's, it's yeah. brighter. It's like it's 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 more bitter. You know, and that's right. I think what people think of when they think hoppy. I think our I think our esteemed host is Nancy. You, I bet you like this. Because it doesn't have the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, you know, well, the, pops up front, but I don't like to swallow them. Right, right, <laughs> and and it doesn't have that finish. That's what she said. Which is different. Which is say. which is different. <laughs> for, That's a weird thing. And I'm glad I you said that. Which is different. Which is different for an <laughs> IPA. You know, they're it's it's damn good beer. Correct. I mean, that's now, not, you now, know, in, in all fairness, too, the true test will be, you know, you come out to the grand reopening, you guys try these beers again, and is the consistency still there? Is it going to taste the same thing, same way? And 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 those were some of the shortcomings I think that they had the first go around. So I think they've they've solved that um, back in, under the previous ownership. Uh, everybody was kind of part-time and everybody still had daytime jobs right. and they were brewing at night and brewing on weekends and 
you know they've 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 done away with that. They've got a full time brewer. He lives right next door to the brewery. I mean he's he's on hand um, any time of the day to to do what's got to get done to make sure the product starts and finishes the way it needs to be. And and that that was the the new commitment they made to themselves was to, you know we we can't be a full time brewery with part time people doing it. So they've got everybody's there. That's what they do now. So tell us a little, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you just uh, kind of glossed over a little bit about that uh, it was it was it was a hobby for you five or six years ago. How did you get? I like to ask people how did you get into craft beer to begin with, and then what was sort of your uh, entree and your path to be to being in the industry? Sure, sure. You know, and I can. Um say right now i am absolutely living the dream i mean every you know everybody says if you're doing what you love you don't feel like you're working and and you know i don't know that my bosses like to hear this because i don't feel like i'm working but i'm getting the job <laughs> done and i'm having a blast doing what i'm doing um you know i, I like a lot of people i was part of a, a beer club you know a couple of dozen guys meet twice a year you do a beer swap um you bring a case of beer, six beers are, are drank. Everybody has a three or four ounce taste of everything that comes. And then you swap at the end of the night. You go home with 18 beers. Uh, this club, it, when we got started, we started a list. And, and once a beer comes, it's retired. So it, for a lot of people, That's it got funny. a little bit progressively more difficult to come up with new beers. And some guys would drop out of the club because they said, you know, I can't come up with anything new. And uh, so it became kind of a challenge. People would travel. you got to go across state lines. You, if you're on vacation, you grab a case of something that's not sold here in Cincinnati or Kentucky. Um, so it was, it was a hobby. It was a true hobby. I mean, I've never been a brewer. I've got friends at Brew. I love Brew Day. I go to their houses for Brew Day, um, hang out, watch it. I'm very intimidated by the process. I've been in, you know, hundreds of breweries. Um, but, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a hobby. It's something I've always liked to do, and I drink it and try new things. Um, it was a, it's actually a year ago tomorrow I started on, in the position that I'm in right now. I was a friend of the guy who had the position before me. He took a job working for a local brewery, and I asked him would it be weird for him if I applied for his job, and I, he said, no, not at all. Go for it. So I, well, I applied. Cheers. Happy anniversary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the uh, restaurant industry prior to this. I was working for a local uh, delicatessen chain, and with nine locations and i was with them for four oh, geez, years i wonder which one that was i was the uh, general manager of operations for them and and it, it was it was good it was they were good to me i was good to them it was it was a, a very good situation but you know moving forward this is a much better situation for me personally so it's good stuff and and i mean really it comes down to the choice of beer or meat Beer or <laughs> delicious beer. I mean, I don't know. Well, that's a decision well, we can all and make. And what's funny is that's I went. What she said. I, <laughs> I did. I went oh, yes. from I went from the guy who showed up at parties with pickles and potato pancakes to the guy that shows up with good beers. So you know, I didn't, I didn't lose any status really. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just be involved in an industry of beer or meat, and you will never lose friends. Excellent. Well, listen, we're going to come back. We're going to have a lot more uh, with John Bent, crafts. Craft uh, brands manager, manager because you handle other. Do you handle other craft items other than beer, or is is it just just just, just the beer? The right beer. Now? I mean, yeah, just the beer okay. right now. All right. So the craft brands right. manager uh, from Charles Seligman uh, Distributing in Wilder, Kentucky. Uh, we'll be back with much more uh, with John, and uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. Uh, this is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hi everybody, Mike Cisneros here, and as a craft beer lover, you want the same thing I do. The finest in handmade lagers, ales, and stouts. But do you take the time to think about whether the same care and attention has been given to the treats you feed your dog? Well, I'm here to tell you about Brewhouse Dog Bones, made from the same wholesome malted barley that you'll find in the delicious beers from many of Cincy's finest craft breweries. Brewhouse Dog Bones are handmade in small batches, using just three additional natural ingredients, peanut butter, organic eggs, and brown rice flour. So you know your best friend is enjoying almost the same great craft experience that you do. And Brewhouse Dog Bones are not only good for your dog, they're good for our community because they offer real-world training and a work co-op experience for developmentally disabled young adults ages 18 to 22 through the New Richmond, Sycamore, Marymount, and Oak Hill school districts. Brewhouse Dog Bones are available in the distinctive brown paper sacks with the red dog bone at some of Cincy's finest craft tap rooms, including Mount Carmel Brewing Company, Listerman Triple Digit Brewing in Cincinnati, and Old Firehouse Brewing in Williamsburg and great pet stores like Newtown Feed and Supply and Earthwise Pet Supply in Montgomery. For more information about Brewhouse Dog Bones, to carry Brewhouse in your tap room or pet store, or to find out how your school district can participate in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, just contact Lisa Graham by visiting www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. You can also subscribe to the show on some of your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud. Just search Mike at Cincy Brewcast and search Cincy Brewcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. Be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. A brand new way to interact, you can leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send us an email at cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with the voice of Cincy Craft, Cincy Brewcast. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Cincy Brewcast. My name is Mike Cisneros. I am joined by the gnarly gnome, the man who is synonymous with anonymous gnome. Say good, hey. Good, good evening again. And the <laughs> queen of Cincy Craft Beer commentary, since Tina Cisneros. Tina. Ahoy, ahoy. And uh, our social media director, uh, Angie Cisneros, who is fielding all your questions from t Twitter. Titter, I almost said Titter. <laughs> that's what she said. That would be a different, that would be a different uh, social media website. That's what she website. said. She's going to be the, the, uh, the title three. of the That's three. Episode. That's what she said. Jokes <laughs> like within four minutes, right? Anyway, Angie, ahoy, ahoy. Hello there. And uh, we are joined uh, one, once again by John Bent, the craft uh, brands manager from Charles Sogman Distributing in Wilder, Kentucky. Cheers. And uh, he has... He has he has blessed us tonight with with wild ginger <laughs> ginger beer and three uh, of the new uh, of well I shouldn't say new but one new selection from Bad Tom Smith in Cincinnati and then we also have the uh, All American IPA and the Bad Tom Smith Brown uh, 
which is which is which is drinking excellently I, and and so I, I i think if we're gonna let people walk away with anything out of this just, just go to bad tom like you know they've got well, yeah, such a sort of... shitty rep and it's like it, go there and try the beer for yourself make the decision it's changing constantly they are ready they they look, look is this fair to say john they are ready to be judged by the Correct. craft beer yes, drinking they, public in Cincinnati. They, they are ready for a second chance. And a, I kind of think that, um, you know, I, having had Bad Tom beer in the past, kind of was like, okay. Mm, um, however, now, you know, having these beers tonight, really, really good, really solid. Um, I worry, and do you think this is something that Bad Tom is worried about as well, that it's going to leave a bad taste in people's mouths figuratively yeah, and literally, no pun intended. you know, like kind of people are like, Oh, I've had that beer before and it's not any good. Um, what do you think the challenges are going to be of kind of getting people away from that mentality? You know, I think and real quick, ahead, what is your role as their distributor, especially Northern Kentucky? And then, you know, just as, as a, as a opinion leader, I guess around the area, to change that perception. Right. I mean, it's um, the, the old adage, you can't make a second first impression, you know, but th- mm-hmm. that that's what we're trying to do. We need to make a second first impression on the general public about Bad Tom Smith. I mean, the easy thing for them to do would have been to shut it down and walk away from it. Or rebrand. Or rebrand and open as, a, you know, another name, another, another whole situation. But they've made the decision to keep the name keep the history keep keep a little bit of the legacy behind what the name is and where it came from uh the previous owner is still very much involved um he just brought in some new ownership and some new money to to update and and make things better so my role is to give it a second look um we we made it very clear to our all of our accounts over northern kentucky in northern kentucky that they pulled out a distributorship we weren't going to sell them any longer um, that lasted about four months. So now what we're doing is going back to market. We're inviting people to a um, to the brewery, try it, see where it's made, get your hands on it, watch it, touch it, feel it, talk taste to the, it. Talk to, talk the, to brewers, the brewers, talk to, talk to the, the yeah. owners, see what they're doing, and, uh, and, and give it another chance. So, you know, and, and there are people who have a good impression of it. I mean, they're, they're not all of it was bad well, from I'm the telling beginning. You, uh, the wife and I went to a... a, a, a uh, an event. Uh, the name of the place escapes me. Where we went in Milford, Ohio. Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought we were going to start guessing. I don't know. MJ's on Main. MJ's, oh, MJ's, MJ's on Main. MJ's on MJ's Main. Yeah, yeah. In Milford, and they had the Bad Tom Smith Russian Imperial Stout. Oh, yeah. That their best beer. And they far. were selling it for it was, discount four four dollars a pint or something beer. like that. Beer. It was Beer Week. Uh, it was Cincy Beer Week. And and but they were selling it on a discount for like four dollars a pint, wow. and 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 it was probably in the top three of Russian Imperial stouts that I've ever had, and and so they can do it. I mean, I'm right. I'm here to tell you, and and there's there's no BS here. You know, I don't BS anybody. There's no BS here. They can do it. They can do great beer. Uh, you know, it's, right, it's, right. It, you know, and it's just a question of have they come around enough? Have they spent enough of the money? Have they got the consistency down? Um, because at the same time, we had a bartender that that, that there that night that, that had had another 
one of the beers and it, he said it was undrinkable <laughs> you know and and so so that that's was the experience i had when i went the first time right so 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 we're here to say go try them correct be be your own judge don't listen to any don't listen to the, any of the other stuff that people have put put on down the line uh it's a change it's a different it's a different situation and you know they de- i think they deserve another chance for sure periscope brings up a great point you know the russian imperial stout is the one style that everybody tended to love of the old bad tom but that's also a style that kind of covers up some of the other issues that they have some of the the temperature issues and things like that so um yeah it, but if you know, it's good just, it's good it, yeah it, you know you know it, um i don't know if we talked about it on the show at all um dogberry had some had some issues with some lactobacillus getting into their barrel and went with a funky brown is what they called it because it was it was a little <laughs> funky it was it was a, it was a mistake it was a goof up but it still tasted good you know and that's i think the bottom line that everybody has to remember is just taste the beer it Correct. Doesn't, you know and and and, what, and where, where bad tom is at right now i know i mean i can i know this i was there one day when it happened and it almost broke my heart um they have had a few batches of beer that wasn't up to snuff right. and they've dumped them i mean i think the old bad tom would have kegged those sent them to market and just tried to get past it and and follow up with another good batch after that there have been you know i, I watched a couple of hundred gallons of beer go down the drain and it, it you know to me it broke my heart because i hate to see that happen. But incredibly but, expensive but, well, for, yeah. for a small business correct you know you kind of yeah. like hearing about that happening though because you know you're not going to get served right. crap and, right so and we're not just we're not just pardon the expression but swinging my bad tom's nuts you know, we, we we all have issues. Can you say that on the internet? <laughs> hey, that's, that's what, what she, she said. said. We, we've all got issues with how certain breweries are doing certain things. Everybody can name something they don't like about somebody in Cincinnati. So we're not just, we're not preaching just for the sake of preaching. All we're saying is go try the beer. That's correct. Right. Right. Yes. Make up your own mind. And look, how Gnome provided me with this uh, note. There's Satan on the mic. Gnome, Gnome provided that. me with this note. And again, we talked about, you know, and, and when we go over there on the 23rd, we'll ask them. But when, and, and so we don't think it's fair to ask you, but when you ask yourself, why does Bad Tom Smith not, not want to rebrand? Why wouldn't they just say, you know what? We'll we'll tear this down. We'll take this name away. We'll call it something else, and 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 you know we'll get a fresh impression in people's mind. But listen to this story, the bad Tom Smith story. This is courtesy of the Gnome again on June twenty eighth. website and courtesy of the website <laughs> on June twenty eighth, eighteen ninety five. After confessing to the murder of six people, bad Tom Smith uttered his final words before meeting a hangman noose in Breathitt County, Kentucky. Uh, bad women and bad whiskey have brought me where I am. I give you this warning: don't drink bad whiskey, and don't do as I have done. And then, so Sean Smith, who is one of the founders of the brewery. Uh, Bad Tom Smith was his great uncle, and um, great great uncle, and, great 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 great, and he said <laughs> great great uncle, and he said he has turned all of his relatives' evil deeds into a namesake for the brewery, and he says my penance is to make good beer for all the bad whiskey he drank, and uh, I mean again I don't I don't think you can 
Well, you, know, you look at how they how they stumbled into that too. I mean, you know, you talk about the old bad time. We all heard, you know, the story about Firestone Walker and the cease and desist letter, and you know that was this terrible thing for them. But it opened them up to take a step back and try to figure out who they are, like to the core. And they have this this really unique branding that they have developed, I guess, out of necessity at the time. But you know, it's it's brilliant, and I think that there is. There's a potential there for them to cash in on that, uh, pardon the expression, but, sure. you know, for them, <laughs> well, yeah. for them to, to 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 grab a hold of that and and to run with it and, and have a brewery that has some kind of a, a personality that I think some of the other ones don't have. There's there's some breweries. Yeah, that I mean, there's certainly you know there's certainly a lot of cachet with that with being able to have that kind of story. Well, and I'm kind of I'm kind of sitting here reading the Howler. The Growlers say it as well. Badass in a glass. And it's, you know, that's kind of a, that's a really cool story. And we want to see them kind of be able to live up to that. Because it's a really cool idea. It's a really cool theme. Um, You know, it's. They've been around since the very beginning of 2013, which isn't that long ago. But when you look at Cincinnati Beer. They're 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 there with some of those, those right some of those other with ones. Mad Tree and with uh, with Breitgeist and and some There's of the other a, and ones. Some some respect should be put towards that. I think that isn't with some people. So and 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 you know what? Through all the knocks they've taken, they've gotten right back up and right. kept after it. Yeah. So you know, it, yeah. it would have been easy to just say, you know what, we're beat, we're defeated, let's walk away from it. But right. they keep they keep trying, they keep pumping into it. So yeah. The, it's good stuff. The beer is good, and that's and <laughs> again. <laughs> can't say it enough. The beer, the beer is good. Yes, um, and and um, okay, we'll um, take another short break uh, right here on Cincy Brewcast. We'll be back with more with uh, John Bent. We still have ask and answered uh, that we need to come up, and we're going to ask uh, some pointed questions and so forth uh, right after this. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> It may be summer, but that just means it's the right time to start thinking about the uniform needs for your fall and winter sports teams. Whether it's new embroidered gear bags for your volleyball club, silk-screened warm-up hoodies for fall baseball, or a hot new look for your basketball team, Eastgate Custom Graphics can work with you to capture your team's unique style. Eastgate Custom Graphics team design experts can help you to stand out from your competitors, and with great brands like Nike, Port Authority, Hanes, and more, ECG has the names your players want to wear. It's also not too early to think about back to school, and ECG has all your spirit wear needs. We have gear from many of the East Side schools, and if you don't see it, just ask, and Eastgate Custom Graphics will design it for you. Eastgate Custom Graphics is located at 4459 Mount Carmel Tabasco Road, right next to St. Veronica. Talk to Don Hall or any of the design pros at ECG at 513-528-7944 or visit www.ecgraphicswithanx.com and customize your look today. Eastgate Custom Graphics, the official imprinting and apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast. Hey, uh, and now uh, we're going to ask Tina Cisneros about our question of the week. Are we going to no, ask? No, it's all right. It's a logical question. No! That's out of the question! Pretty random question. That's a good question, Harry. Gentlemen, question mark. Gentlemen, question mark. <laughs> okay, may I ask you a question, Doctor? And, and I don't mean to be insensitive. Can I raise a practical question at this point? No question. There has been a breakdown in military discipline aboard this vessel. I blame fish people. That's a good question. I guess I wasn't really prepared for a follow-up question. And it is 
Actually, we don't have a question this week. Was I, just, I worked wait, so hard wait. on that. I worked I so hard say, on that this afternoon. I, I wanted a, to play it. I was going to say, I have a personal question. Did you put find all those and put them all together? Or did you find, like, you know, I've, like, I've heard it on, not that particular one, but I've heard stuff like that on the radio. Uh, on the radio I yeah. found all those and put them all together. Wow. <laughs> Doing the real hard work here at Cincy Brewcast. Impressive. Proud of you. We don't have a question this week, but we do have a no, prize have a from, from uh, um, Seligman Distributing from, in, uh, in Wilder, Kentucky. You get a six-pack wild ginger and some uh, bad Tom Smith uh, growlers and howlers if you follow these simple directions on social media. So, so we'll go to our so, social media director, <laughs> Angie. Simple is relative. <laughs> um, we are go. You have to like the Bad Tom Smith uh, Facebook page. The um, what's the distributing and Cincy Brewcast. So like all three of those, and then share sh- our post because that's how we'll know that you have done it. Yes, is that you've shared. This is so then, complicated. Uh, a lot of a lot of steps. And it's then, complicated but no. for people who drink share, alcohol. You get, you get bonus three, points if you also like, like the gnarlygnome.com. Yeah, and yeah, the gnarlygnome.com. Bonus points. <laughs> so, like all of the Facebook pages, share our post. We will put it into a little bit of a simpler, easier to follow guide on our page. Um, also, do the same for Twitter. Follow, follow, and retweet. Retweet. And, and be entered. You want yeah, a, a hashtag? You want a hashtag that with CBCQOTW? Sure. Uh, Hell okay. yeah. Is that all right? Yep. Hell yes. And then you have to spin around three times. Hop on one foot. <laughs> touch, your, your head, touch your nose. And then bring it around town. Alphabet backwards. <laughs> Do it drunk. It will be fun. <laughs> it's not as hard as they're making it out to be, I promise. So keep an eye out on our social media, um, and you will be able to figure out what to do to win this beautiful prize pack courtesy of John Bent and uh, Seligman Distribution. Distribution. Distributing. Distributing. <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> I'm wasted. John. <laughs> the middle tier. John, John, John uh, uh, what's some of your favorite stuff around town? Um, you know what? I've really gotten into the past couple of months the uh limited releases from Mantry, the 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 bottles the the june is which phenomenal. by the way i learned this on the gnarly gnome.com are we going to talk about this because i'm excited i <laughs> i shrieked right i shrieked when i found out what the next of the trunk series was yes, you did shriek you you let out a little e. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't heard what it is yet what is it no it is um tequila tiamat it is a um saison aged in tequila barrels and mm. then some peaches thrown in at the end. I and think. that uh, oh, Tiamat awesome. slash Tiamat, that's the uh, ongoing question of how you actually pronounce it, is my favorite one-off beer. It's awesome. They have ever created. It's a peach saison. It's so beautiful. I think it'll work wonderfully with the tequila flavor. I'm looking forward to doing a cocktail with it. I've, That'll be fun. My yeah. thing, I, I have this image in my head of what a tequila barrel beer could be. And nobody's done it yet. I keep trying them, and it's always a letdown. So I'm really, 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 really looking forward to it. One of my personal issues with tequila-aged beers are I've had bad issues with tequila in the past. (laughs) Yeah. So you taste it. Oh, you and everybody else, John, sack up. You taste those (laughs) tequila-aged beers. That's what she said. (laughs) They taste like tequila. So it kind of gives that bad, you know, but, you know, you throw some peaches in there. You might be able to get past that. (laughs) Sure. Everything's better with peaches. Yes, it is. 
so Mad Tree, and that's sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. No, no, no worries, no so worries at all. Well, and look, I, just in, in you know, in, in deference to our guest, we are going to have Kenny McNutt and also a Lori, um, Lauren. Lauren, Lauren Amos. Lauren Amos uh, next week um, ahead of the uh, the summer bonanza from Mad Tree, which is taking place uh, the 29th, 29th, I guess. <laughs> yes. And um, so we're going to have Kenny on, and we're going to we're going to pick his brain about all kinds of stuff, including the new entry and including a lot of the other stuff he's been doing. And how he feels about but, his favorite favorite regular. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare, Kenny. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, so excellent, and um, um, John, what what else should we know about about Seligman and about distributing and about you know it just a one it just it's all about just good beer and well crafted beer and um, the the nice thing about it is if there's one you don't like there's you know nine others you're gonna love so what I mean what's the what's one of the favorites that you handle. I mean, what do you, are you yeah, what's your favorite beer that you, know, beer you, know, that you I sell? I may have asked you that I, you about the Country Boy and, 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 or about the... I'm going to probably, you, it, it's a toss-up between, it, it's Country Boy. I mean, I absolutely love <laughs> Country Boy. Those guys, uh, Bad Tom is phenomenal, and I'm not taking anything away from them, but but the Country Boys, um, you know, they're, they're, they constantly have one-offs come, and they've got a great story, as well as, uh, you know, a lot of the breweries around. Um, Sweetwater does a phenomenal job. I mean, Sweetwater continues to grow. They're, that's one of my favorites that I handle. And then, like I said earlier, the Bourbon County Stout that's coming up. I'm very excited about that. And I'm a very unselfish distributor. I, I very well could probably set a case or two aside for myself and if buy you, that. If you if unselfishly do that, you're welcome back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but but what, I, what I will do is, you know, I'll get whatever my allotment is of that. I put it all out in the market, and then I, I go right. and I buy it retail. You know, I'll buy a couple of bottles of that myself. So it's... Uh, you know, asking what your favorite is is like asking what your who your favorite kid is. And yeah. Well, you have eight, so I'm and sure I've you got have eight children, one. You're right. I, <laughs> it was my Depends sister. Depends on what wow. week it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we know which one it is in, in the Cisneros family. Ta-da! The one who just moved to Los Angeles. Oh. <laughs> no. Now come on, you guys. You're all you're all our favorites as far as you know. Wah, wah. <laughs> Bad news to <laughs> Yeah, they 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 pull uh, Mikey aside and say, Hey, just say. You're our favorite. 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 Don't tell your sisters. Enjoy your trip. Yep. (laughs) Well, listen. We can't thank you enough, John. It's been fantastic tonight. John, it really was Uh, all mine. uh, We really, uh, we really appreciate you appearing with us tonight. And uh, and again, uh, I think the takeaway is definitely go get yourself a six pack of the wild ginger. Definitely drink at least one on its own, and then definitely take some bourbon and make yourself a kentucky mule with 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 at least at least one more and then of course i got a little bit of stoli here that i just mixed up a real small guy of a moscow mule and that's really good too so just just hitting it out of the park on all excellent and then and then and then the bad tom smith give him another shot give him another shot and uh like i said uh, as, as a bit of a promo we'll be down there on september 23rd uh in about a month and we'll Wicked get, Wednesday and on Wicked Wednesday, and we we'll, we will be we will be getting everything straight from straight from them, and uh, asking them even more pointed questions, and and uh, and asking them why 
they think you ought, you ought to give them a second chance. So, uh, But anyway, uh, I guess that, that, that about does it then for the Cincy Brewcast for tonight. Uh, Gnome? TheGnarlyGnome.com and the Gnarly Gnome on all your uh, social media. You can find the uh, show notes, by the way, on uh, on t- on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday mornings. morning. Uh, so uh, that uh, uh, definitely check that out. And Tina, you're at uh, Oakley Pub and Grill, and I just did. <laughs> I just did the. Uh, I just re redid your um, uh, your profile on the uh, website, and uh, yes, I um, didn't. I did not realize. That the hamburger at at the Oakley Pub and Grill was voted in the top ten, number nine, in the uh, in the Cincinnati uh, magazine oh, poll. Yeah. So, oh yeah, we're pretty we're pretty serious over there. Um, yeah, no, we ha- I actually uh, have decided to part with uh, Brew River Gastro Pub um, due to <laughs> me starting culinary school next week. Oh, that's right. Yes, tell um, us a little bit about that real quick. Yeah, so that's gonna be really scary. Um, 26 years old already with a bachelor's degree going back as a college freshman is a little bit terrifying um but so yeah cutting down my uh bar hours to pursue my dreams of cooking <laughs> which in the in the near future you know you're going to see a beer and food show so yes yes well, we are going to be doing that you better so, so um be that about does it uh on behalf of Angie Cisneros, Chester, Angie Homer, Cisneros, Chester, Bocci Homer, Cisneros. Nancy Cisneros, <laughs> Nancy. and again, John Ben from uh, Seligman thank you uh, in uh, Wilder, Kentucky. We thank everybody for listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.